The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here is the news. At the end of a factory production line in eastern China, washing machines pass through a small white room, one at a time, undergoing noise checks amid the roar of motors and blinking lights. The factory in Anhui Province belongs to Hefei Midea Laundry Appliance Corporation, and it makes use of the most advanced equipment available for checking machine noise. The intelligent collector records the voice print of each washing machine, compares the sound waveforms. And determines whether the operating noise meets the required standard. Wang Kankan, director of digitalization with the company, said that combined with intelligent algorithms, the system can continuously self-learn the voice print to improve the accuracy of detection. If there is any abnormal noise, the system will give an alarm. Wang said that through the application of intelligent inspection technologies of voice print detection and AI vision, the defect rate of the company's products had dropped by 36%. With smart devices in all production links, the factory has been selected by the World Economic Forum as a lighthouse factory, with eye-catching tags such as high efficiency, intelligence, and green. The lighthouse factories are considered to represent the highest level of global. Intelligent manufacturing, according to the draft outline of the fourteenth five-year plan for national economic and social development from 2021 to 2025, China will make the real economy the focus of economic development, accelerating the building. Of the country's strength in manufacturing and quality, as the basis of the real economy, the high-quality development of the manufacturing industry is also being given top priority. The emergence of more lighthouse factories in China has added a strong footnote to the high-quality development. Of the country's manufacturing industry, according to the Lighthouse Factories list released at the World Economic Forum on January the thirteenth, there are now fifty such factories in China, the highest number of any country. 
making up more than one third of the world's total. This is special English. Chinese engineers have set a world record by replacing a section of a railway bridge in just four hours, without interrupting the normal service of the railway. That is according to China Railway Construction Corporation. The previous record stood at about twelve hours. The unprecedented efficiency. Was accomplished by using a smart machine that enables major maintenance to be carried out quickly and safely. Wu Jingpeng, a senior engineer in charge of the bridge replacement project, said the machine, named after the Taihang Mountains in China, is a foldable device that can be transported by rail. And transformed on site, the device, also the world's first railway bridge replacement machine, debuted to replace a worn-out bridge section on the Shouhuang railway line in North China's Hebei province. By the end of last year, the length of China's national railways in operation reached. A hundred and fifty-five thousand kilometers. The country's existing railway lines have been in operation for many years, with some dating back over a century, far surpassing their lifespan of fifty years. And more than forty percent of China's railway bridges have been in use for over thirty years. Therefore. Such railways are in urgent need of maintenance, so as to minimize disruption, and ensure smooth operation of the railways. The first step of bridge replacement involved the preparation of a new bridge section with ballast and rail tracks at a nearby station area. The new section. Was then loaded onto the Taihang machine and transported to the section, which needed to be replaced. The Taihang machine was then transformed for the replacement, lifting the existing bridge section, loading it onto a vehicle, and installing the new bridge section in its place. During this process, the machine conducted. Precise positioning and adjustment of the new bridge section to ensure proper alignment and stability. After the new bridge section was installed, Taihang quickly restored the railway line to operational status by compacting the track bed with large hammers. The successful task of the Taihang machine. Symbolizes a significant technological advancement in China's railway infrastructure maintenance. You're listening to Special English. Line 11 of the Suzhou Metro 
entered operation in June, linking the city of Suzhou, a major GDP contributor in East China's Jiangsu province, with Shanghai, another economic heavyweight in the region. This is the first time that the core cities in the Yangtze River Delta region have linked their separate urban subway systems, transcending administrative boundaries and geographical barriers. The newly launched Line 11 of the Suzhou Metro connects with Line 11 of the Shanghai Metro. The trans-provincial subway line can cut the travel time between Suzhou and Shanghai to about two hours. The route was planned as early as a decade ago. Lu Wenshui, general manager of Suzhou Rail Transit Group, said Line 11 is Suzhou's sixth subway route and was named in advance back then, indicative of the city's ambition to better integrate into the Yangtze River Delta region. Passengers can now transfer between the metro lines of the two cities at the Kunshan Hua Chao station in Jiangsu's Kunshan City. Notably, Kunshan has ranked first among China's top 100 county level cities in terms of overall competitiveness for 18 consecutive years. The launch of the intercity subway line also paves the way for further synergetic development of Suzhou and Shanghai. At present, many Fortune 500 enterprises set their Chinese headquarters in Shanghai while placing their factories in Suzhou. He Jianhua, a researcher with the Shanghai Academy of Social Sciences, said that as the region is turbocharging its development into the world's sixth largest city cluster, more convenient intercity traffic is a must. In the future, Line 3 of the Suzhou Metro will also be extended to Jiangsu's Wuxi City, allowing passengers taking the subway in Shanghai to reach more cities to its west. Located at the lower reaches of the Yangtze River, the Yangtze River Delta region encompasses Shanghai and the provinces of Jiangsu, Zhejiang and Anhui. The Yangtze River Delta is one of the country's most economically active, open and innovative regions and produces about a quarter of China's national GDP. This is Special English. We all enter this world with a universal greeting. We then learn to speak. Though our languages, cultures and traditions may differ, we still share one thing in common. 
We have hope for humanity and the world. General Railway Company Deutsche Director of the International Hear the difference with CGTN Radio. Join our global network to connect with the world. CGTN Radio. Hear the difference. You're listening to Special English. North China's Shanxi Province has been constructing a museum dedicated to showcasing the remarkable relics of Longshan culture, a late Neolithic civilization in the middle and lower reaches of the Yellow River. The relic site, dating back 4,500 to 3,900 years, is located in Tao Se village in Xianfen County in Shanxi province. Since 1978, archaeologists have conducted large-scale excavations of the site, unearthing a batch of exquisite painted pottery, jade articles and other cultural relics. Construction of the museum, which covers 12 hectares, is expected to be complete by the end of October. The main exhibition hall of the museum, covering almost 10,000 square metres, will be used for cultural relics display, collection, storage and archaeological experiments. Li Wei, head of the publicity department of Xiangfen County, said the Taosa relic site is an important one in exploring the sources of Chinese civilization. Li said that upon completion, the facility will provide a vivid example of the origin and development of the early Chinese nation, showing the course of more than 40 years of archaeological excavation and research. This is Special English. Guangdong Machinery Technician College may not sound like an elite educational institute, but the vocational college in South China's economic powerhouse, Guangdong Province, has produced 10 gold medalists in the World Skills Competition over the past 10 years. Hailed as the Skills Olympics, the World Skills Competition is a global event that celebrates vocational skill excellence. Among these champions is Zhou Chujie, who won the gold medal in the Computer Numerical Control Milling Competition at the World Skills Competition 2022 Special Edition. Now a college teacher, the 24-year-old said he had discovered his passion for technical work during a visit to a numerically controlled workshop in junior high school. Joe recalled that in the workshop, neatly dressed technicians in grey-blue uniforms were fully engrossed in their tasks, producing one shiny part after another 
with the machines they were operating. That interest transformed into a dream the moment he saw the Chinese team winning multiple medals during the 44th World Skills Competition on television. Joe said he was too excited to fall asleep that night. He wondered if it would be possible for him to represent China and compete in the competition one day. With that goal in mind, Joe enrolled in the Machinery Technician College, majoring in Computer Numerical Control Milling. After tenaciously honing his skills, he stood out among his peers, earning the opportunity to represent China and eventually winning the crown in the World Skills Competition 2022 Special Edition. His medal marked the college's fourth consecutive triumph in the Computer Numerical Control Milling Competition. Joe's institution ranks among the top three public technician colleges in Guangdong. Thanks to its developed vocational education system, the province boasts over 18 million skilled workers. Half of its college students are involved in vocational training. Last year, Guangdong's manufacturing industry produced an added value of 4.4 trillion yuan, over 610 billion US dollars, accounting for one-eighth of the national total. Dubbed the world's factory, China has long put vocational education high on its policy agenda, establishing the largest vocational education system in the world. According to the country's education ministry, secondary and higher vocational schools in China produce approximately 10 million graduates every year. This consistent supply of skilled workers has helped staff up production lines and outlets across the country. China unveiled an action plan in June aimed at enhancing vocational education with a focus on aligning classroom training with factory production. As part of this initiative, the country pledged to nurture more than 10,000 enterprises that integrate industrial production with education by 2025. Ye Yunfeng, president of the Guangdong Machinery Technician College, said the integration of industrial production with education together with enterprise-school collaboration, has become an indispensable element in the whole training process. The school has set up a talent cultivation mechanism by partnering with over 300 well-established domestic and overseas enterprises, which have committed to providing over 17,000 job openings every year for graduates from the college. This dynamic and mutually reinforcing model 
combining industrial production with education, has helped provide Guangdong with a rich reservoir of skilled workers. You're listening to Special English. The Huaidong Sea Turtle National Reserve in Huizhou City, in South China's Guangdong Province, has observed a wild adult female sea turtle coming ashore to lay eggs for the first time this year. The female sea turtle observed this time almost one meter long and over ninety centimeters wide is estimated. To weigh more than a hundred and twenty kilograms. Previously, two nests with a total of one hundred and nineteen turtle eggs were found on the beach within the reserve, but the presence of nesting female turtles had not been monitored. At around one thirty a.m., the sea turtle crawled from the sea onto the beach. Dug a hole with its limbs, laid a clutch of eggs, and returned to the ocean. About three hours later, it disappeared into the waves. The reserve staff said this turtle was expected to come ashore and nest again, for three to seven more clutches this year, barring any unforeseen circumstances. This is special English. That is the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read one of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. At the end of a factory production line in eastern China, washing machines pass through a small white room one at a time, undergoing noise checks amid the roar of motors and blinking lights. The factory in Anhui Province belongs to Hefei Midea Laundry Appliance Corporation, and it makes use of the most advanced equipment available for checking machine noise. The intelligent collector records the voice print of each washing machine, compares the sound waves, and determines whether the operating noise meets the required standard. Wang Kankan, director of digitalization with the company. Said that combined with intelligent algorithms, the system can continuously self-learn the voice print to improve the accuracy of detection. If there is any abnormal noise, the system will give an alarm. Wang said that through the application of intelligent inspection technologies of voice print detection and AI vision, the defect rate of the company's products had dropped by 36 percent. With smart devices in all production links. The factory has been selected by the World Economic Forum as a lighthouse factory, with eye-catching tags such as high efficiency, intelligence, and green. The lighthouse factories are considered to represent the highest level of global intelligent manufacturing. According to the draft outline of the 14th Five-Year Plan for National Economic and Social Development from 2021 to 2025, China will make the real economy the focus of economic development. Accelerating the building of the country's strength in manufacturing and quality, as the basis of the real economy, the high-quality development of the manufacturing industry is also being given top priority. The emergence of more lighthouse factories in China 
has added a strong footnote to the high-quality development of the country's manufacturing industry. According to the Lighthouse Factories list, released at the World Economic Forum on January the 13th, there are now 50 such factories in China, the highest number of any country, making up more than one-third of the world's total. That is the end of today's programme. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace.